Welcome to Bumped with Hayley and Rochelle. From IVF besties to pregnancy pals. This is a podcast all about the highs and lows of pregnancy and our steps towards motherhood. So grab a glass of bubbles or probably a cup of tea and join us as we bump along together. Hello and welcome to Bumped, a podcast where I, Hayley, and my very dear friend, Rochelle, share our journeys through pregnancy. Clearly, I am uh, going off the cuff this <laughs> Journey. Oh my gosh. I'm like, what is this podcast about? Who am I? Who do I do? <laughs> the pregnancy okay. brain is kicking in, <laughs> but we are so happy to be here. We've got a very special guest who is behaving like a very special guest uh, currently. <laughs> um, but as always, it is a lovely opportunity for us to check in pregnancy-wise. Rochelle, hello. Hi. How are you? What is going on? I'm good. Um, I was 24 weeks this past week. Mm-hmm. So definitely in like the safer zone now. Yes, amazing. Milestone. So that's good. Um didn't do a heap this week. I did a few self-care, hair done, like lashes that didn't really turn out the way I wanted to, but that's oh, a completely different story. So we'll drop <laughs> that's that. For that's our other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did have an OB appointment today, which is good, right before the big 10-hour drive tomorrow. So yes. just to check on her and she's all good. Her heartbeat's great. Um yeah, I had a few questions about like I guess whooping cough and stuff like that. So Jen and I will get them when we're in Adelaide because Jen's right. mum, hi Joe, <laughs> works at a medical clinic. So we'll go together and just get our whooping cough vaccinations done mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, yeah, that was really about it today. We're packing so much, getting the house ready for that big drive. So yeah, I I feel like I'm just losing my words right now when I'm kind of forgetting what I'm saying. But this That's week. Right. It's both, um, it's it's pretty hot in Melbourne. It's oh. pretty hot in Renmar. We're both kind of melting a little bit. And then there's sort of that pregnancy body heat. So yeah. we um we might not be as sharp as we usually <laughs> are, but we're going to try really hard. <laughs> what did I do this week? Oh, I was a live student model for an ultrasound training facility, Ooh. which is really cool. They actually gave me a $25 um, check, which I'm like, I would have done it for free, but okay. But yeah, they had four students come in and ultrasound and check baby and get different types of me- measurements and whatnot, which was cool, kind yeah. of giving back, I guess, <laughs> and also kind of selfishly just wanted to see her again. Yeah, so good. So that was nice. There was like some uncomfortable parts, them trying to get in and look at the uterus from like, yeah. no, not the uterus, the cervix from my stomach. And because her head was down, they had to like push her head up to like get in there and I'm like oh this is like a little uncomfortable but that's okay it wasn't too bad but yeah that was fun um and then the last thing that was really quite pivotal this week is that we took out the car seat and put it in the car we didn't like set it up but because someone had reached out to me and said oh you might want to just check that it 100% does fit in your car because sometimes the sides of them are quite high and because we have a Mazda 3 sedan, so like 
you know, the I'm doing hand signals. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. The door, the door, door frame door. can be quite low and then mm-hmm. the seat high. So we needed to make sure there was enough space to get baby in and out without bonking her head. So I was like, oh, that's actually a really good tip. Like I didn't think of that at all. Yeah. Even though if we did get like a compact, like convertible zero to four mm-hmm. years. Um, but we got that out. It fits perfectly. I'm super good. excited. It's now back in the box. <laughs> And yeah, that was basically my week. That's so good. You mentioned at the start that, you know, there is um, that viability at Mm -hmm. 24 weeks. Was that something that you were anxious about? Like, was it a milestone that was kind of playing Uh, on your mind? No, not really. Like, I think after the 20 week scan, after doing all those important checks, Mm -hmm. um, it just didn't really occur to me that. 24 was like a big milestone but on our TTC IVF community on Instagram it is quite celebrated sometimes you know with that's a huge milestone of viability if they are born early I believe yeah I haven't done too much research into it so it was just a nice feeling to know that we got to that point and she's fine she kicks a lot yeah um she I don't know if I put it on I don't think I put it on bumped podcast Instagram, but she, it was like this massive wave in my stomach. It was insane. That was amazing. I think you did put it in our stories, but it was, yeah, it was so special. I loved it. Yeah. She hasn't done something like that yet, but I think that was her moving from being like laying on her side to like being head down. Mm -hmm. So that was freaky and I'm excited for her to do it again. So good. So this will be your um, Adelaide trip for Christmas? Yes. Leave tomorrow. We're going to pack the car later because it's like 35 degrees. It's Mm -hmm. hot. I'm hot. Jed's painting like the tiles in the bathroom. So we're just going to wait for later, pack the car, give the lawn and all the outdoor plants like a big soak before we leave. And then tomorrow morning, hopefully we get up early and just get on the road because it's going to take a long time with two dogs and a pregnant me. And a pregnant lady. <laughs> and a pregnant yep. Have you mapped out all the like public toilets between now and Look, Adelaide? No, because I know that stretch of road is just barren. Like it's nothing. It's just tumbleweeds. <laughs> so my <laughs> plan is just to have a towel yep. and then we're going to pull over. Do what you I'm going to open the door and then just squat right there with a the towel around me because there's not going to be a public toilet. They just, mm-hmm. I know there's not. When you need it the most. Exactly. And I don't want to hold it and then like, God forbid, get like a bladder infection or something. I don't know. But when you've yeah. got to go, you know what? I'm just going to go. Yeah. And so that means, um, was that your last OB appointment for at least a little while till the new year now? Yes. Awesome. Until, yeah, yep, yep. Got an appointment with her mid-January, which will be like the 28-week-ish, 28, 29 weeks. So that's exciting. But, yeah, I'm taking the home Doppler with me so, Mm -hmm. like, the family can have, like, a little listen if they want to. And if they don't, that's cool. Like, you know, whatever. (laughs) That is so special seeing family like for the first time since you have been pregnant I know it's going to be exciting so I think everyone back home in Adelaide 
is like really, really excited for us. Of course, so yeah. Going over there, it'll also make, I guess, the pregnancy feel a little bit more real as well. Because in Melbourne, it's not that we're still in lockdown, it's just that we don't do too much. Like, yeah. You know, so it'll be nice to see everyone and yeah. um, come up to the Riverland and see Yay! you and Stuart <laughs> and the bump and Kev and. Everyone. Yeah, a full-on bumped reunion. Woohoo! Get some love it. mocktails. Oh, yes, I'm still waiting. I did order the um, margarita mix and it should be here in the next couple of days. Mine just and got fixed up from Jed's mum. Oh. So it's over there. I want to try it like as a frozen drink, so like in a blender with Ooh. ice. Okay. Because it we is, it is quite um, sour. Mm-hmm. So I think that will be really nice. But yeah, how has your week been? How far along are you now? I am 37, 37. sort of 37 and a bit. Um, my week has been really interesting. So I'm officially on leave now, Woo-hoo! which actually feels incredibly Woo-hoo! surreal um, because I work till the end of term, which I was really proud that I could um, get that far and I, I've been feeling pretty good. So that was, um, you know, felt like the right decision, as difficult as it was at times. Um, it just kind of feels like I'm on normal holidays now because everyone, you know, teachers are, um, and kids are on, um, summer holidays. So I actually, um, did a fair bit of bawling my eyes out, um, the last couple of days. So, uh, I think that the, this year has been really hard and it's been hard for everyone and working, up until 37 weeks has, you know, been challenging. And and this last week, there's no way I could have worked another day, you know, like 37 was, was enough. And I think it was, well, I know it was like just this release of all of the, you know, stress and tension and, and, um, you know, challenge of this year, but also just that moment of like, you know, when, like I've just needed to kind of power on and, um, you know, my last couple of days at work were pretty hectic as well. There were a few projects that I was really hoping to kind of wrap up in one way and, you know, and things were sort of still coming up. So I think I've made my peace with, you know, everything is just going to need to, you know, be in someone else's hands now. But, um, yeah, I actually really struggled. It wasn't this feeling of like celebration. It wasn't this feeling of like, oh, great. Yep. I feel, you know, I can kind of switch off. Like I think it was actually a, yeah, a couple of days of just crying a lot and just, yeah, it's sort of that exhilaration met with release and yeah. So I've been a bit emotional, a bit precious the last few days. Um, and I think too, I'm at the point, I keep calling it the business end, um, where I just hope that I've got what I need in terms of information and, mm-hmm. and I'm sort of just trying to not be too hard on myself to read every book and, you know, basically kind of have everything in, under control. But I, you know, I do really value going into things with as much um, understanding and knowledge and education as I can. So, I have sort of been struggling a bit um, with it feeling like homework. (laughs) (laughs) The sign that you have to get done. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Like I am, you know, I'm a pretty nerdy kind of gal, so I do my homework. Um, But 
I just, you know, when he, like, you know, we've been studying for a very long time and I just want the assignment to be over now. (laughs) Not the pregnancy, like I'm enjoying a bit of time and I'm, you know, happy to go into birth, but it's almost like I just want to transplant all the information that I need into my brain Mm -hmm. and just file it and just have it there. Like I don't actually want to read another book. I don't actually want to do another course. I don't, you know, so I'm sort of being a bit stubborn and rejecting my homework at the moment but I, I think do that's okay I think yeah, you've had like so. <laughs> you've worked until 37 weeks it uh-huh. is hot where you live uh-huh. you deserve to go float in that pool yeah, and just be waited on do. for a little bit yeah just maybe yeah have some cocktails that's, that's totally what I need to do yeah, actually just so. chill out yeah yes that's it I need to chill out and I still feel like I've got you know, this busy to-do list. Although today was really productive. Um, Stuart started um, fitting the car seat and he made my little Ikea side table thing and we bought hospital snacks. So that was awesome. Um, Yeah, just just getting stuff done because we're both kind of like, well, if the baby comes tomorrow, then we need to, you know, tick a few things off our list. So it's, um, yeah, I've, I've been pretty up and down and I really need to cap my days with one activity because (laughs) because the minute like going to the shops that's my activity yeah like I'm so knackered by the time I get home I just don't want to talk to anyone I don't want to do anything I don't want to lift anything I don't want to get in the car and out of the car again so I'm just going to have to be very protective of my next you know week or two or whatever because i you know, I kind of imagined lots of coffee dates and lots of activities <laughs> and just living it up. But I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I'll do one thing. I'll Everyone can come to you now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly right. So it might just be like an open pool invitation. So, um, yeah, so it's it feels a bit surreal. At mm-hmm. the moment, you know, to be on leave, this long-awaited maternity leave that I've been dreaming of for years and years, <laughs> and um, um, yeah, so I'm I'm feeling pretty good. I'm not getting any, um, I'm not feeling any Braxton Hicks or um, huge pain. I'm I'm you know I'm big and I'm uncomfortable at times, and um, but yeah, I'm I'm doing pretty well for 37 and a bit weeks pregnant so oh one thing one thing I will mention um I asked my doctor about whether IVF timeline post like 40 weeks was different to a normal timeline Mm. because there is in our TTC communities a lot of conversation around you know IVF pregnancies at the end just being treated a little differently so I thought that was really curious um and it turns out that my doctor does have a slightly amended kind of deadline for her peace of mind um, which is seven days overdue or you know seven days past 40 weeks as opposed to kind of that 10 day which is sort of roughly kind of where where most OBs will sort of sit Um, and whilst I don't necessarily agree that I will need to kind of have a different deadline because I feel like the pregnancy's been, you know, pretty mm. normal and, and you know, pretty well, you know, it's it's gone reasonably well um, in terms of the baby and development and all of that. Um, 
I'm going to make peace with that. You know, like if, if I need to get induced, if I'm seven days over, then I really want to go in to that with acceptance and excitement and still be able to feel like I can make some decisions yeah. after that point. But yeah, it was, it was interesting because there are, um, you know, we hadn't talked about it before. So yeah, just, um, it's, it's worth, especially if you've gone through IVF, just having that conversation with your OB so that you can have that information, I think early enough to process. So for me mm. at this point, I'm like, yep, great. I've got a couple of weeks to really think about that as an option rather than like being at 40 weeks and then all of a sudden going, oh, I didn't know that that was going to be different for me. So yeah, yeah. it's so weird that like once you're pregnant through IVF, they want to induce you or do a C-section earlier than if you fell pregnant naturally. Mm. It's like, but once you're pregnant, it's like, it's, it's the same. So yeah, I, don't, it, I don't know. Or at least you and I were the same because we didn't have any ongoing medications we had to take. Yeah. Where if I guess you did, perhaps that changes it. But yeah, yeah, weird. I'll have to ask Yeah, mine. and I think it's, it's probably, um, it was something that she, you know, like it was almost like she kind of, went like, you've gone through all of this. I don't want to push that boundary of risk, mm-hmm. you know, when we're kind of at that point. And, and I, I do, I understand. I don't, yeah, I don't necessarily agree. However, I, I can respect that and I can kind of work that into my yeah. plan, but it, yeah, it is, it is an interesting one. Um, what things are kind of slightly different and, and obviously mm. like different OBs will have different, um deadlines I guess um yeah and they all do things slightly yeah. different hmm. um so yeah I thought that was an interesting little tidbit awesome and you mentioned that you got snacks for your hospital bag yes. what kind of snacks did you get so I hit up one of my um girlfriends who has beautiful little Billy who's a couple of oh gosh more than a couple of months old now but time flies <laughs> um and I was like, right, what do I need? You know, because I've got the kind of big stuff. And she's like, nuts, dried fruit for, you know, keeping those bowels moving, um, <laughs> chocolate, an extension cord for your phone charger, which I reckon we've come yeah. across on the podcast before, um, lip balm, hand cream. Oh, Because cream. When, if you're feeding, like, you get really dehydrated and your mm-hmm. hands get really dry. And hair ties and scrunchies. So most of those things are now in uh, my bag and our mound of snacks is pretty impressive. And Stuart's (laughs) like, are you going to take all of them? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. Because, you know, the hospital will only feed me so much. And if it's 3am and I'm hungry, you're not going to want to know about it. So Does, does Stuart have specific snacks for him? No, these are all my snacks. Oh, just your snacks. Is he yes. going to have his own little dad bag? I actually, we spoke about this as well, and he's like, oh, can I just put stuff in your bag? I was like, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, darling. So we are in the process of um, what well, I'm just kind of like, you know, he's a grown man. He can, he can look it after out. his dad bag. <laughs> um, but I am encouraging him to think about and start planning his own dad bag because I just feel like, I can't be responsible for that as well. Yeah, <laughs> so totally got get the it. baby. I got me and he can sort his, his bag out. So I think he's going to start putting some things together and we'll probably, I mean, he can probably have a couple of my snacks, but it would be Ooh. maybe helpful if he had 
had a few of his own also. I know he's listening right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, there was someone, I don't remember who it was or how long ago it was, but someone said the dad or the birth partner needs their own bag with their own snacks with a change of underwear mm-hmm. and like top because who know, you could be there for a few days and, you know, or he's there, you know, for 12 hours in labor and he can't leave. Mm-hmm. He might want to change his jocks, you know? Yeah. You know? Well, I have, you know, because I know my darling husband, I have packed a spare toothbrush and nice. deodorant for him because That's... I think that those are the things that he will forget, but the rest he's on his own. I think that also serves you too because you don't want like a stinky, like breathy person like all up in your exactly business <laughs> exactly oh actually that was oh I can't remember who it was but someone was telling me that they had like met worst before <gasps> they went in to the hospital so they were like maybe in early labor so and the midwives didn't really appreciate that so <laughs> ladies just watch those meals before and probably husbands too because if Stuart smelled like met worst and I'm birthing his child like this is not going to be okay maybe pack so, some mouthwash yeah just fresh you know nice non-stinky foods yeah. with you know once once you think things are kicking off <laughs> We're so full of advice here at Bumped. <laughs> Just wait till after you've given birth and then you'll be like, oh, that was so unrealistic. <laughs> I know. Oh, goodness me. Well, we said we have a very special guest today and uh, Stuart is listening. Uh, today we are interviewing Stuart Watkinson, my darling husband, to get the male perspective that we don't often share, only in tiny little tidbits here on Bumped. Um, hi, babe. Hello. How are you going? Hi, Stuart. It's so great to finally have you on because I know you've been itching just to get up in here. Well, I've listened so, to every episode multiple times. So I'm very, very keen. Yeah. So for those who do not know you, our beautiful listeners, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, I'm Stuart. I'm Hayley's husband. I'm a high school teacher, teach history and English, uh, and I do a bit of writing and run writing workshops as well and um, do a bit of podcasting as well. I've got a few of my own and I do the editing for this one as well. What a superstar. Um, do you want to do a little podcast shout out for you? Yeah, sure. If you like Dungeons and Dragons, I've got two excellent podcasts you can listen to. There's Committee Quest, an actual play podcast where me and my friends play D&D, and the Dungeons and Dragon, Dragons Lorecast, um, which is essentially like history lectures for a fantasy world. Love it, love it. We we probably have a few listeners that would cross over into the, both the pregnancy yeah. sphere and <laughs> so the Dungeons and Dragons. Quite a, it's, so we're, I guess it's probably a little niche, but that's what yeah. podcasts are about. That's all right. We we all play for, for the um, you know the husbands that may be forced to listen to this episode or any episodes. <laughs> you know this might be for them. And you know my husband Jed. We didn't really know anything about D&D and D until we met you and then he started listening to your podcast and would listen every time. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got a long drive coming up. You can listen again if you like. We do. We could just re-listen to him. All or- of the Bumped episodes, all of the Committee Quest and then all of the Lawcast. That's a lot. I mean, we yeah, can- it is a lot. It's <laughs> a lot of Hayley and Stuart for 10 hours. <laughs> um, Stuart. We are 
really interested in your perspective because you know this this whole podcast has been my perspective of of my pregnancy our pregnancy uh how did you we're gonna take you back a little bit Mm. how did you feel when you first saw the positive pregnancy test back in april um i first felt uh that I didn't know what was happening because I was confused <laughs> that it had actually been positive. Um, how did I first feel? Uh, I felt excited and scared and, and nervous, um, you know, like getting that positive reading was excellent, but it was also very early. So I also was trying not to get too excited about it just in case things didn't go the way that we wanted them to. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, it was. It was. I was um, shocked. I, I really didn't expect it to happen on the on our on our first um, transfer. Um, so we were just really lucky. That's all I can say. There, we're very lucky that that happened. I love that. I think you know. I think once you go through infertility, once you get that positive, there's always that like, oh my god, like super happy, and then like, oh my god, like this is going to happen like what if something mm-hmm. happens because you're so used to hearing and going through the negatives and so it's a very exciting day mm. when I got that little text message from Haley. Mm-hmm. so Stuart you've now been supporting Haley for almost nine months now what has your role been like for her throughout this period um I've been I like to think of it as like being the water boy for the pregnancy. Uh, <laughs> Love it. <laughs> because uh, I'm not really playing the game, uh, but I'm involved and really keen and hope we win. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> my role has been to just support Haley in whatever she needs, which sometimes I, I can do. Um, uh, at the moment I'm working part-time, so I've been doing uh, most of the – uh, shopping and cooking and uh, cleaning for the house, and then as well as helping with the things that happen with Haley as well. So for the first four months of the pregnancy, Haley was sick every day, um, which is really tough because there's not really anything you can do um, except for uh, bring her water. <laughs> yeah, bring water, and then like invent these strategies that will not make sick the next time which <laughs> changed every day so yeah one piece of toast with half a scraping of butter and just a little bit of promite you won't even be sick and then oh, okay well, that didn't work so we'll have half a piece of toast with two scrapings of butter and <laughs> yeah. uh, but my main role has just been the the <clears throat> to support excuse me to support Haley. choking on a <clears throat> fly or mozzie or something choking I'm sorry <laughs> That's right. It's so funny that you mentioned being a water boy because I was Jen and I were watching or doing this masterclass, and the OB who was doing it said during labor, your main goal is to keep her hydrated. Mm-hmm. So he's been calling himself like he gets water. He's the water boy. Like he's hey. he's really good at the water. Yeah. So. Well, that's yeah. That's that's kind of how it feels. Like it's not the pregnancy isn't. I mean, it's happening to me, but it's not really happening to me. It's all happening in, inside Haley, and, and Haley's the one that's uh, carrying everything. So, yeah, I just feel like a <laughs> feel like I'm I'm the uh, support officer. 
You have a cheerleading think- squad on the side as, also, as well as like the water boy. <laughs> yeah, and the fans. And the, and the fans and the coach sometimes too. Mm. And the halftime entertainment when I need a laugh. <laughs> During labour, you are going to be the halftime entertainment. <laughs> yeah, we got a few gags up our sleeve yeah. for that one. Yeah. Um, I think too you have been, you know, through the whole IVF experience as well, there's been very few appointments that you haven't been at. Yeah. In terms oh, yeah. of yeah, I've really being- made that a, a, an effort to come to as much as I can. I think there's only been a few uh since you've been pregnant as well that I've missed as well. Just mm-hmm. I've really tried to make that a priority. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think that it's really good and we're doing um an online hypnobirthing course together as well and we there are a few things that I've asked you to read um, and then you've kind of had your own books that you've gone out and sourced as well. So I think you've been as active as you possibly can, um, which at times is, yeah, really right there and then other times it's just kind of like, well, you can't really do anything. Um, one thing you probably don't like doing is giving me massages but occasionally <laughs> you'll touch my shoulders for 12 to 15 seconds. Which <laughs> oh, it's Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. What can I say? Massages aren't my thing. <laughs> it's, your one, it's your one fault, babe. Mm. <laughs> um, sorry, that's me. My, <laughs> that my next question. <laughs> um, do you talk to your mates about babies and pregnancy? Yes. Yeah, probably not. In the way that you like, it's not like we have a group chat where we uh, share our um, waterboy stories. Um, you don't. <laughs> you don't have a podcast. Uh, no, not don't have <laughs> dads during pregnancy podcast. No, sounds like a niche. That, Great idea. Uh, I reckon mm. there's there's an idea there. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. So I've got uh, uh, this year. I've had a, a number of friends who. Um, uh, their wives and partners have been pregnant or they've had a, a little baby this year. So, yes, I have spoken to my mates uh, uh, about that and we're all in the same – so far all of us have sort of said the same thing is that we're just here as support and just sort of making sure that we um, uh, are available to help and, and whatnot. Uh, and also the the going to appointments thing was something that's – all of my friends have sort of made the 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 effort to do when, when they can as well. Um, taking time off for those uh, full days sometimes or half days, um, yeah. So yes, yes and no. Like it's not. Um, I think we sort of have a shared understanding of what our our roles are and what's happening in our in our houses. But yeah, has that helped you? connect like you know connecting in with your mates in that way uh yeah i think so i think i think once baby is here uh would be more so you know connecting in in sort of like a a fatherhood way um but yeah yeah it's been good i've sort of i've asked a few people when like for example when you were really sick um I spoke speaking to my good friend Aaron. Hey Aaron, how you doing? Uh, and he said, "Well, there's nothing you can do. You you just need to get the water and be 
there to help and and then you know while she's sick there's there's really not much you can do about it um and and i think that's probably one of the harder things is that a lot of the stuff there's nothing i can do about <laughs> you know like i can't be like look just give me the baby for a minute i'll i'll look after it for a little while <laughs> I, I just really wish you could sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously they would be sending you like New Balance sneakers sales online yeah. and things like that yeah, yeah, yeah. so white that ones, you're ready to go. New blue yeah, jeans. Yeah. White. I, yeah. I'm on a, a Crocs mailing list for whenever Crocs come, so. <laughs> Oh, God. And the data I've got a uh, crisp pair of uh, three-quarter cargo shorts ready to go as well. Nice. Yeah, you really do, and you were going to wear a funny outfit for the baby shower that never happened. So we've actually got these hideous dad pants and dad sandals, just ready to go. Ready to go. I know what's going. Wear them for when we come up. Yes. Next week. Only if Jed wears them too. He doesn't have cargo pants. <laughs> the most. But yet, yet he doesn't I mean, have the, them. Yet, lots of pockets for teethers and mm-hmm. you know toys and whatnot. <laughs> I'm sure if you get the long pants, you can even zip them off in case it gets too hot. Exactly. <laughs> um, you mentioned earlier that you've been going to a lot of appointments when there was the embryo transfer were you able to go to that appointment no i no, no. i was i was allowed in the building but i wasn't allowed to go in um and how did that i guess feel or how did that sit with you uh, not being able to go in there yeah i didn't like it but there were there was like two other dads also just sitting in the in the waiting room as well um yeah it was it was actually really Disappointing, I suppose, but it was it was a strange feeling, you know, like it was such an important event that I was just sort of giving her a hug and sending her off for. So um, I I didn't like that, and it was uh, I can't remember how long you were in there for now. Not long from memory. It was probably like less than twenty minutes. Yeah, it wasn't maybe. long, no, because I was just sort of fidgeting on my phone and picking up magazines and things like that. Um, but no, that, that, but that was the only thing I wasn't allowed to go in for. And um, that was due to COVID, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so our first transfer was sort of right as things were ramping up in South Australia. Um, and so we made the decision to go ahead because it, we might not get the opportunity. So, yeah. Hmm. Well, that's good that, you know, things in Adelaide or South Australia calmed down enough for you to be able to go to appointments. So that's... Would have been really special to be able to share those appointments together. But um, yeah, I, for some reason, uh, doctor surgeries make me sleepy. So, um, <laughs> sleepy. so literally <laughs> in every appointment that I'm in, I'm fully interested in what's happening, and I just start <laughs> yawning, and it's so embarrassing because I I have like to like audibly, yeah, yawning, like big cartoon yawns. Have, well, that's how I yawn, I, and I have to like really struggle to like. Stop my mouth from opening and I'm put my hand. <laughs> First baby, boring. <laughs> so in appointments you're sleepy. How are you gonna be in the hospital? Are you still mm. are you tired when you go to a hospital? I feel like going into not be. I don't think <laughs> I don't think my uh body will let me be tired for that. Yeah. I feel uh, adrenaline and things will be kicking in. Awesome. Um, now that Haley is getting into the 
what did you call it, Haley? The business, business end. end. <laughs> um, last few weeks. What are your thoughts on birth? Oh, what are my thoughts on birth? So I have watched a lot of births now and read about Ooh. births. And um, again, I'm just, I think I'm just going to be like super water boy. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I've got s- sort of notes on breathing stuff and uh, I've taken some notes about how uh, how and when contractions are working and, 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 and like that I'll be, I'll probably be the one that is, well, I'll definitely be marking and taking note of how often they're happening. Um, and, yeah, uh, how do I feel about birth? I, don't, I have no idea how I feel about birth. <laughs> it, it, it's, Are you squeamish with anything with, like, blood and... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I used to have to... Uh, <laughs> this is so lame. I used to have to lay down when getting uh like blood samples taken because i kept passing out so <laughs> i think that's actually something that a lot of men do they have to either like lay down when they're getting injections or their blood yeah. taken oh injections i'm fine with but blood but anyway i i will manage that it's all right i i, well, I, you- <laughs> I, I, I imagine good to hear well i just don't think it's going to be i think this like the scenario is not uh, going to I'm so let, let me just to pass out after the birth. Yeah. What happened to you? Well, I passed out, <laughs> <laughs> and they just left me there. Yeah, I had to go to emergency, and then when I woke up, I had a baby. Um, oh gosh! No. And a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> and how are you feeling now that the it's Haley is so close? She could go into labour at any point. Are you? Do you feel ready? Uh, yes. Yeah. Mentally. Yeah. But you know, there's a few little jobs I want to do before that happens. Um, I really hope it isn't too soon just so Heli has some time to rest. She did work a lot, um, and very hard. So I, I, I just want her to have a, a bit of time to rest, but you know, we can't control these things. So that's why, um, uh, there is a list of jobs on the fridge that, uh, Haley said is for the week, but I'm going to try and get them done in the next couple of days, just so that they are done, um, and we don't need to worry about them anymore, and we can just sort of relax a bit. Yeah, selfishly, I want baby to stay put until I've seen you guys, yeah. and then baby can come, and then baby, I can see baby before we go back. So there's yeah, like a we've time got a period. very small window. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't come it. before Christmas. You can come. After Christmas, I mean, we're staying for New Year, so like, if she wants to, yeah. or he, I don't know. I say she because I'm having a girl, but yeah, that would be nice. But I guess I don't control what your baby does. <laughs> <laughs> weird, yeah. that's weird. Isn't Unfortunately, it? neither do I. <laughs> um, Stuart, what has been the loveliest thing about this pregnancy, going through this pregnancy together? The loveliest thing. Uh, there's a couple of things that have been lovely. It's hard to put a loveliest on it. Um, it's been great to see uh, you just step into pregnancy, and although it was a bit of a rough step in with sickness, but um, but you know you you've been wanting to be pregnant for quite a while, and it was taxing you, and it, it, it there was a a clear change in how you uh, 
behaved and thought and, and, and all these things once you became, once you were pregnant. Um, so that was, that was really good. And it's been love, love, another lovely thing has been watching your belly grow and sort of interacting with the baby while baby's still inside, which is a bit funny and stuff. Uh, what else has been lovely? So oh, getting kicked in the face to... in the middle of the night. It's been pretty lovely. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> I, haven't to- I haven't told that story. You can tell that story. Uh, so the other night uh, <laughs> I woke up to Haley. Stuart, I've got a cramp. I've got a cramp. Help, 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 help. <laughs> and as I sat up to help her, she swung her leg around in the dark <laughs> and kicked me with her shin right <laughs> in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> there was a cramp in my calf. I was like, you have to help me. So, yeah, my my calf was coming towards him and he was sitting up to help and he got a smack in the face. Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> I thought you might have meant that, you know, you had your head on the tummy and, like, baby kicked, but that might no, have been a bit nice. more forceful. <laughs> mm. I, it's, um, and what is the thing that you're most looking forward to once we've got little human on the outside. I think I'm looking forward to just the little quiet times with the baby, uh, you know, if it's late at night or early mornings or whatever it is, just when it's uh, the three of us or the two of us, you know. Um, yeah. I think, I, I mean, I imagine that's probably from consuming too much television and film, but um you know, I'm sure there'll be at least a few quiet moments. Yeah, yeah, with background music and birds chirping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I really am looking forward to just having, and I, I'm lucky in in our timing, and that I'm a teacher, and that this is all happening in the summer holidays because I'll have, I'll hopefully have uh, three or four weeks um, to just be at home with everybody. So um, that'll be great. Yeah, that's awesome that you get. Perfect timing, Hayley, getting pregnant well, right we at the end of like. literally yeah. planned it. <laughs> yeah, that's good because I know that a lot of partners, they'll only get like a week paternity. So mm. the fact that you'll have a good few weeks will yeah. be and, really and, good for and, you and, and Hayley. There's some, I'm also just going to manage when I take paternity leave from work, which is just one week, and then also from the, the, the government as well. Uh, just so I can have a bit more time sort of to coincide it with uh, school terms and things, which will mean I'll, you know, have some pretty stressful start to terms because I'll be doing those things, but I'm okay with that. And lastly, would there be any advice to partners? Yeah, be helpful. Uh, (laughs) Breathe in and breathe out. And remember that it's probably not you that why your partner is angry right now, even though. <laughs> it's because she didn't get the right size Nutella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, that was a bad day. You know, uh, there's things going on that you can't possibly understand uh, or possibly know, so don't pretend that you do. I think that's a good one uh, because you're not pregnant and you never will be and you need to trust that your partner will tell you how they're feeling and, and react to that. Sometimes they'll tell you really loudly and sometimes <laughs> they'll tell you really nastily, but that's okay. There's things working that you can't control 
So just breathe and say yes and be helpful. Nice. I think that's lovely, lovely advice. Be helpful and don't take it personally. Mm. Sometimes though it is your fault, so don't be. Sometimes it is, yes. Well, Stuart, thank you very much for um, fulfilling your dream of of making it bumped with Hayley, Rochelle and Stuart. Um, But it's been really nice to hear your perspective on things and you and I debrief a lot, but I think it's really lovely to have you on and and having a, um, yeah, a male perspective or a partner's perspective, of course. Um, And it's, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for your time, darling. No, thank you. Um, I hope someone listening gets something good out of this. Because it's been, <laughs> I'm sure they will. <laughs> it's been I'm nice sure to share. They will. Absolutely. All right, you can go um, play games again. <laughs> do whatever you are yeah. doing while you're I'm waiting for us. Sure, we'll get another debrief after baby's born. Mm-hmm. Just like we'll get yeah. a debrief from Haley. We'll get the hubby advice and hubby side of it, which will be super fun because you guys get to go through it first, like I always say, and then you can give us all the details <laughs> and advice. Excellent. <laughs> yep. We are your little gurus who yeah, know Yeah, because you guys do the research and read the books and then we take the cliff notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good system. It's a yeah, good system. I like it. I love it. <laughs> Thanks, Stuart. Bye. Bye. Well, the husband has spoken and we're really excited that um, next year we will run an interview with our other other bumped half Mm -hmm. Jed so it would be fantastic to see where he's at hopefully sort of that mid-30s week with you um and yeah I think I think a little dad update from Stuart in the new year would be really nice too so that will be fun it's just going to be good to interview Jed you know because both of you guys have backgrounds in podcasting and theatre and all these like beautiful things and then Jed and I just aren't so (laughs) It'll be fun. I think you're a bit too hard on yourself. You're uh, a fabulous podcaster and Jed (laughs) will just be speaking from the heart, so I think it'll be just fine. Um, We have a recommendation to finish off this episode today Um, and it's another podcast because I was complaining about doing my homework earlier in the episode but I kind of feel like when I'm listening it's not homework when I'm reading. It is homework, which, as an English teacher, I'm you know I'm I'm a big fan of reading. But <laughs> um, my brother Jackson actually recommended this podcast to me, and I've really loved it. It's called Zero Waste Baby, and it's by Veronica Milson, who uh, used to be on Triple J. And she is, you know, she's really delightful, and she is kind of set herself the goal of being zero waste for the first three months of her newborn's life. But it's not preachy. It's not, you know, zero waste is the only way to go, but it's a really funny way and um, super informative too. look at ways that, you know, we can manage our environmental impact when, you know, when we've got a newborn. So I'm really, really enjoying it. I have had like a few little tips um, from the podcast as well, but it is a kind of a, um, the episodes are quite short, so it's a nice little, um, yeah, nice little connection with that kind of environmental side of, of pregnancy. So it's zero waste baby. And I'm really enjoying that. Um, so that's my recommendation for this week. That's awesome. Cause you're looking at trying cloth 
on baby. Yeah. Yep. So we've got um, we've got cloth nappies. We do have some. Um, probably not going to use cloth straight away, depending on mm-hmm. the size of the baby. Um, but we also have um, we've you know we gifted some nappies, which is gorgeous, and then we've bought some bamboo nappies um, as well. So we will definitely try to just be conscious. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's having a newborn. I think is going to have its challenges <laughs> to say the very least. Um, but we, I really try to be conscious and, you know, to choose um, sustainable options or reusable options or recycled options um, where I can. And I really hope that I can take some of that into parenting and that, you know, it's not going to be perfect and there's going to be things that I choose for the convenience because, yeah, I, d- I don't want to make it more complicated for my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely do want to, you know, look for some of those options. And, and we've been quite lucky to get a lot of um, secondhand stuff and, um, you know, hopefully we can continue to be, yeah, as I guess environmentally responsible as we can within reason and no judgment for, you know, making different decisions at different times. So, yeah, that's where we're at. And do you have – oh, you are like the bamboo nappy connoisseur. Um, well, I don't have any, few. like, cloth nappies. I have just have about four, I think, four different types of eco friendly yeah, nappies. Love it. So a lot of them yeah. are between like 80 and 90% biodegradable within, mm-hmm. you know, five or 10 years rather than 200 to 500. Totally. It's insane. But there's a, I'm surprised there are quite a number of, I think four or five, maybe more different types of eco-friendly nappy companies within mm-hmm. Australia. So that's really good that there are options out there. Um, we're just going to see which works best for us and definitely our family and baby girl. I love it. I love it. Um, thank you so much for joining us again uh, today. We will um, hopefully have one more episode before we have a little break for Christmas. Um, but it really depends on when I give birth. So <laughs> if, if we don't manage to um, to record another episode, our, our pre-Christmas episode, then perhaps we'll do a little reel or story or something like that on Instagram because we definitely want to, um, you know, connect with you listeners again before Christmas. Um, but it is, uh, yeah, everything now is just penciled in and touch and go. So um, if you would like to follow us, um, um, please go to Instagram at Bumped Podcast and we love it when we get um, reviews because it does help us become more visible for people who may really enjoy the advice and the stories um, and the laughs that we have at Bumped. Podcast <laughs> <laughs> we're so funny. <laughs> um, or send us an email at bumpedpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you want to hear in the new year, Mm. if you have any advice or if there's someone that you specifically want us to bring on, you know, an OB, gynecologist, a midwife, let us know and we can do our best. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.